Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of The Short Cameo. My name is Nick Pendry and this is the show where I discuss movie news, reviews and everything in between. Although once again, I'm not doing any of that. Instead, what this show will involve is once again another quickfire non-research reactive podcast for each episode of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Keeping things very unresearched, very undetailed, just giving my general thoughts about certain elements of the show, things that stood out to me about each episode, what I like, do I like where the show's going, do I have any complaints? Because I'm a simple guy with simple pleasures. But I am enjoying doing this, as I already said last week, this much more shortened, less researched, more just chilled reactive podcast type situation. If you guys are liking it, please let me know if you want me to do more of those in the future. If you prefer that over to the more extended, overly long, overly deeply analyzed analysis of movies. If you want me to do more movie reviews, less of this TV show, repetitive stuff, also let me know. Either way, I mean, this show is, as I said last week, I like to think of it as a conversation with you guys. So, you know, let me know what you think quick disclaimer as usual it's just a casual and fun situation i do my research sometimes and i'm really passionate about this stuff it is just my opinion though so if you disagree with me feel free to let me know because it's i don't want to say it's what i'm looking for but it does create stimulating conversation as always say the best thing about movies are the discussions that they bring i mean the first thing i say that every week but i really do mean it i mean the first thing i want to do after i've watched say each episode of the falcon and the winter soldier is discuss what happened with my friends or just anybody in the immediate vicinity whether they want to or not I've been watching some movies with a friend recently and having, because uh, I don't mind watching a movie by myself, but, you know, I'll sit, I'll sit down, watch it with my friend and we'll discuss what's going on. They might point out something that I haven't seen and can contribute to my podcast if I want it to, but obviously I take the credit. Uh, but my aim, once again, is not to cause offence to anybody. It's simply to have an in-depth yet casual discussion about movies and TV shows. Please leave a review or a comment if that is your want. If you have any questions, etc., you can message me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, email, on my website. Just search for the short cameo. Don't search for the short camel, which is what my phone auto-corrected it to when I googled my own show. All right, that's enough of that. We're going to talk about this next episode in the ever-present series of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Interesting things to talk about. All right, let's do it. Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode... Wait, which one? Three. Uh, I have concerns. All right, see you next week. No, but this episode... I said last week with episode two that I was slightly worried about them having too many subplots and elements to address in what is, I quickly Googled uh, after watching this episode, is a six-episode series. Uh, This episode almost cemented those concerns of mine because 
let's let's just run through now all the elements we've got in this show. You've got Sam and his issue with taking up the shield, plus his issue with his family. You've got Bucky and his issue with the shield, his uh, internalist struggles, his side story with Mr. Nakashima. You've got Zemo now and the role he's going to play. You've got the Flag Smashers. You've got the Super Soldier situation going on in the background that they're trying to explore in this episode you've got sharon now coming in who looks like she's going to play a role later on you've got wakanda at the end of this episode you've got the power broker who's apparently an element you've still got isaiah in the background there is a lot that they have crammed and yeah they've crammed it a bit into these first three episodes the first two didn't feel like that this one now makes it feel like that because now they've only got three episodes left to go in this series i mean they can always make more series which is what i imagine they'll do if this one is successful but i like conclusions to the things that they set up in each series and it feels like there is a lot they have to sort of conclude now oh forgot about discount steve rogers as well that's another big element that that didn't have too much relevance in this episode he I'll quickly touch on him, actually. I still like the things that they're doing with him, even the the two scenes that he has in this episode I enjoyed. I enjoyed them because he almost seems now to be on the verge of going in a darker direction, which I like. I mean, some guy spits on him and he throws him against the wall. He's like, do you know who I am? I like it. I like that he seems desperate to prove to prove himself he almost seems to be expecting this instant respect just because he wears the captain america uniform i mean uh it's not like i like him i mean team steve forever and ever and always but i like some of the things they're doing with him at the end he he knows bucky and sam broke zemo out of jail but he's just happy to let that slide because they're making progress and he can sort of piggyback off that i like that he's on the verge of stepping into unsavory territory and actions and i'm interested to see where that goes but again he was more or less irrelevant in this episode this episode takes on a much more serious tone which i did not dislike this episode sort of took itself quite seriously there's almost no banter between bucky and sam which i didn't like and that wouldn't bother me except that's added in with Some of the writing in this episode I felt was a bit, not bland, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, Not robotic. It was a bit clunky. Clunky's the word, Uh, which is a bit hard to sort of put into words. I'll see if I can find some examples as I talk about this episode. And that's what happens when you write TV shows because you have different directors often coming in, different writers, potentially for each episode. And that can cause a slight clashing of tone sometimes, not so much here, or you can just have variations in the way each episode is written so it doesn't always flow. So a lot, there's bare minimum comedy in this episode as compared to the last one, which had a lot of banter between Sam and Bucky. And I missed that in this episode, despite the fact I did quite like the serious tone. As quick examples of other TV series, Jessica Jones, for instance, I'm not sure about the latest series, but their first season, which was really good and tight, that was written and directed by one person. And so that can often work, but then you don't have much variation. Or you can have TV shows like The Mandalorian, which are written and directed by almost a different person every week. And that means each episode has its own type of feel, its own type of experience. 
as long as you have the overarching story and tone of tone of the show consistent, then you can have variations with each episode as each director comes in and does what they want to do with the show. This time around, it just felt noticeable, particularly with the writing. Uh, I'll get into the, the various elements going on here in this episode. So the first thing that happens really in this episode is we get to see Zemo for the first time. And Bucky walks in and Zemo starts saying the words. And I'm like, ah, that's not going to be an element of this show. The words have absolutely no effect on Bucky. I It completely makes sense for the show and where they're going with things because you can't have Zemo working with Sam and Bucky if there's the constant threat that he's going to start just activate Bucky. But one of the things I really like about Bucky slash Winter Soldier is that Winter Soldier element and the fact that you know any moment if the right words are said to him, he can completely snap and go into that instant killer, assassin type, all up in your face, destruction character. And that's kind of gone now, which in a sense makes Bucky a little less compelling. Or at least that's what I was thinking in that moment. But then later on, he has a little Winter Soldier moment, even though he's putting it on, which is, oh, entertaining. But initially, that was my reaction to it. Though, I say I want to say that that's an opportunity missed because then you have this breakout scene where Zemo breaks out of prison, which is so rushed. I <laughs> I did have a chuckle because, I mean, Bucky and Sam have been on this whole trying to find the Flag Smashers case for, what, two days? And Sam, Bucky says something like, yeah, we've got no leads, we've got nothing, we've only got one alternative. Break Zemo out of jail. Which, I mean, it was never going to make sense to break Zemo out of jail in any situation. But I feel this whole talk to Zemo, discuss it, decide to break him out could have been a whole episode in itself. And it could have been a really fun, tight, contained episode where they just focus on this. But they don't, they're only doing six episodes. They don't have the time for it. Even have eight to ten episodes, I feel, might have allowed them to just stretch these things out a little bit because this this whole thing happens in about five minutes and it ends up needing a lot of quick conveniences to happen i mean zemo just has a key to his cell in his room because reasons bucky is able to communicate with a prisoner to start a fight because reasons zemo knows the layout of the prison just on the back of his hand because reasons it's just an issue with a miniseries in a minute and particularly with this one that where they've got so many elements that they're trying to balance and then what happens as well is this episode becomes a bit of a repetitive cycle of, all right, we've got to go to this guy. Oh, he's dead. All right, we've got to go to this guy. Oh, he's dead too. All right, no, 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 we'll go to this guy. Oh, they're, they're, we didn't even get there. They're already dead. It sort of almost, it's almost like your classic action movie sequel in a sense because you have the bad guy from the first movie which you have a situation you can't solve you go to see that bad guy you break him out so that he can work with you and get the thing that you need and you kind of just go to each person each new guy working up the chain so i didn't enjoy that element as much but i enjoyed everything that's going on around it there's a lot more going on than just that i do like when zemo bucky and sam sit together sit down together in the plane and zemo starts just you know pushing a few buttons see what he can do he plays with bucky's uh book of list of names I really like the whole Zemo's little speech about superheroes and how we put people on pedestals and we start to actually forget their flaws 
creates movements, wars, chaos, and it's completely outlined here what Zemo's motivation is and what his reasoning is behind this motivation. And I don't know, I started to agree with it in a certain sense because it's there is an hypocrisy to superheroes and what they bring and what they represent and how people can place them on pedestals and love them and worship them and define, not define their lives by them, but act, certain actions are dictated because of these larger-than-life heroes who are only just people or had echoes of uh the prime tv show the boys of the hypocrisy behind superheroes so i really like i thought that was really really cool it was a nice reference to mr nakashima so it's nice to know they haven't forgotten that whole element with bucky even though we're halfway through the show and he hasn't come back up yet slightly worried Mm. uh the flag smashers they're doing some stuff still don't really care what the main girl, Carly, is that her name? She has, I initially thought it might have been her dead mother, but a dead comrade something, which we later find out is Madani. Uh, I don't know if that name is supposed to mean something for the comics, but she, she I assume she's important somehow. She dies of TB. That's, that's all, that's all fine. She has a little conversation later in the episode with her Aussie sidekick. Uh, I do like that they they have people in this group who were from all over the world. I remember in the last episode, a couple of the members were from had American accents, a few had some European accents. So it suits their brand of being, you know, all united under one nation. So every they've got people from all around the world. That's really cool. Uh, but the most interesting thing that they do at, is actually at the end where Carly blows up a building because bad guys got to be bad guys. But that is actually making them more compelling now because her sidekick doesn't like that and she obviously wasn't happy to do it but she thinks that's the only way to create cause and create change and that's the whole idea you know the best villains are the ones where you see their point of view you understand that you can almost side with it but then they just take it too far and I think they're really doing that element well with these Flag Smashers now, but they're still not giving them enough screen time for me to really get invested in the stuff they're doing, which is a slight problem. Uh, but, I mean, the main element of this show is Sam and Bucky, and the things they do is the pull of this show, so they should be the focus. And that leads me into where the, when Sam, Bucky, and Zemo go to Madripoor, which is sort of a lawless, seedy underbelly type situation i was sort of just along for the ride like yeah okay they just gotta infiltrate this bar and find this uh what's her name selby character and then zemo says winter soldier attack and oh oh boy did i sit up straight because the theme music comes in bucky switches on that robot assassin sort of staring thing and oh just I don't know what it is about when he's the Winter Soldier and that theme comes on, but I just get so blooming excited. And that's one thing this episode does really well. The fight scenes, I think, are so much better. This scene where the Winter so- where Bucky just <laughs> pounds dudes is has a lot of close-ups, 
but it works a lot better because it's a claustrophobic bar scene. So that's the type of filmmaking you want to do for a, for a fight scene as opposed to a wide truck chase action scene, which they did in the last one. But it's just so much fun to watch him pound dudes through tables. I mean, he whacks one guy in the head who does like a somersault in midair and lands on his face. I I don't enjoy violence in real life, but when it's make-believe, oh boy, is it fun. Uh, but they meet Selby, who gets suspicious of a phone call, because plot, and Selby dies. Not sure who killed her. Was that was it Sharon who killed her? I, I get the feeling it wasn't, but whatever. Um, she dies, so they have to go find Nagel. He was a bit of an interesting dude. He was... I was expecting, because they I think they said before Andy was a scientist, so the character I was expecting was sort of a very, not weaselly, but very scared type dude who was just doing what the power broker was forcing him to do. Turns out this guy was completely obsessed with himself. He says something like, I was a god. Well, yeah, mate. So anyway, Zemo shoots him. Sharon's fight scenes are really well done when she's defending them from the outside. It's all in camera. It's really well choreographed. There's very few cuts, actually. Like, there's literal scenes where she takes one guy down, runs around a corner, the camera follows her around, and she takes down another guy. That's the kind of... It's very John Wickish. I am an absolute sucker. I've already said this for... A really well-filmed in-camera hand-to-hand combat scene. I just get so excited for it. It's, and this one's just fan friggin tastic I must admit, though, while I didn't really enjoy the next action scene where the Sam and Bucky come out and they're sort of just having a shootout with a bunch of bad guys, pretty bland stuff, but I do like Bucky and Sam's banter here where it's like, you, we should have gone left. No, 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 you went right. Yeah, but there's a barricade here. And Sam's like, it's in every action movie. I chuckled. Uh, but Sam, Bucky, and Zemo back on the plane having another little chat. I am interested because Sam's now gone from, no, 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 I did the right thing to, well, we should destroy the shield. I don't have too many thoughts on that at the moment, mainly because the show hasn't really set up what Sam's mindset is behind that yet, I don't think. Is Zemo sort of in his head about how, you know, superheroes, there is a hypocrisy there. I think he even mentions it actually to Sharon earlier in the episode and how that I think about it. So maybe he's a bit disenfranchised with the whole idea of being that figurehead who can lead people and be a symbol of hope and good good things in the world. I don't know. Uh, interested to see where it goes because, well, the trailer's already showed him practicing with the shield in a forest, throwing it into trees. So clearly... He changes his mind. Trailers. Uh, but this episode ends with a warrior from Wakanda showing up, very much wanting Zemo's head. I do, again, it's another el- It's another element to the show, but I do like it because there's interesting dynamics there with Bucky because obviously Bucky was in Wakanda for a long time. He would have a very good relationship with um, the Wakandians, is that is that how they say it? Wakandians, uh, up there having recovery sessions, doing some yoga with them, Tai Chi, just finding that zen. So I, I don't know where they go with that in the show, given there's only three episodes left. It's getting very, very cramped. Ugh. It's It is interesting because I have liked each one of these episodes. 
for different reasons, and I like a lot of the things they're setting up. I don't care too much about the Flag Smashers yet. I don't really care about Sam's family, but everything else I'm really interested in, but there's just so much of it now that I have concerns about what these, how these next three episodes are going to tie all this up because I want more time with um, Bucky's internal struggles with Mr. Nakashima. I want more time with Sam trying to figure out whether he should take up the shield. I want more time with Zemo and what he's going to bring. I even want more time with Sharon because she's a pretty cool character. I want more time with uh, Discount Steve Rogers because I they've spent quite a bit of time on him now, and I I want I want a good resolution there, whichever way they go with it. Is my point. But look, we'll quickly. Uh, run through it all. I'm still liking Bucky and Sam together. Not as much banter in this episode, which I was a bit disappointed by. So hopefully there's a bit more comedy. I still like the elements with the shield, Mr. Nakashima, Sam's family, all that stuff. While some of the stuff I don't, I'm not necessarily into, actually, now that I think about it, I realize I'm probably not going to come around to liking the elements I don't like, such as Sam's family, maybe even the Flag Smashers, because I really don't know how much conclusion they can bring to those storylines in three episodes. No reason to say they can't pull it off, but you know me. I'm a, If you guys have listened to enough of my pods now, you know I'm a big fan of letting things marinate properly and giving things time, especially when it comes to emotional arcs. So, a little concerned, um, but if they pull it off, then all kudos to them. Zemo in his new anti-hero role, really liking that. Discount Steve, he's still there, he's still around, he's still doing interesting things. Flag Smashers, more interested in them by the end of this episode because they're getting more and more extreme with their actions, so that's kind of cool, but they're still a weaker element of the show. Super Soldiers, yeah, actually, sorry, that's one thing I didn't really talk about. I like what they're doing with this whole... Well, they've kind of revealed how we created, they were able to create more super soldiers now and where that's coming from. So that was actually a really interesting element of the show. I So I hope that feeds into giving the Flag Smashers a bit more intrigue. Uh, Sharon, she was a welcome addition, really, really badass character doing her thing. Uh, the Wakanda element, I also really like, even though potentially it may be one element too many or two or three elements too many. But I, lo- I want to see where that goes. And overall, guys, I'm still really enjoying the show. As I already said, I have some concerns about how they're going to conclude everything and give everything the time that it deserves. But other than that, bring on episode four. I'm still very intrigued to see how they're going to progress things, wrap things up. Should be exciting. All right. That's, yeah, I'm going to stop talking now. Uh, so, guys, once again, thank you very much for listening. If... I mean, I've already said I've already said how you can get in contact me with me if you want to. It'd be great to hear from you guys. Uh, but until then, I will see you next week. I really hope I can get... I mean, what have I said this for like three weeks straight, that I can get my Raya and the Last Dragon review up. Still need to finish Zack Snyder's Justice League. Whoops. Cross that bridge, you know. All right. See you next time. The Short Camera.